Welcome back to The Drop-In. I'm Tanya. And I'm Agatha. And today we are talking about choices and how our life is our choice. So let's drop in. Welcome back to season three, everybody. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> nice to be back. Yeah, um, so, so yeah, we're going to be... Back. We're going to be talking about choices and I guess um, how they might feel aligned at some point in our lives and then at other points we we get the, the urge to change things up um, and just diving a little bit deeper into what that means um, for us and maybe just as in general. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this really comes to me, I think, when we start to notice you know, areas in our lives that are maybe feeling heavy or making us feel unhappy. And I just like to remind myself, well, you made that choice. You made those decisions. And it's kind of like sometimes, okay, is what I've chosen for myself still working for me? Um, you know, the life that I have in front of me is a tapestry of all my own decisions and sometimes we outgrow those and sometimes they need to change um, as we change and sometimes they just maybe don't provide the same pleasure and joy and sense of um, freedom and ease and kind of contentment in life that they maybe once did and where are they kind of and I find at that point they can become a little bit suffocating or um, mm, uh, they sap the pleasure away yeah yeah they, they like stagnate things yeah yeah, definitely can relate to that. Um, and I think there have been certain points in my life in which I've had those realisations. Um, I'd probably say like a big one was the turning point from like moving away from advertising and just kind of stepping into my own business and having that freedom um, of time and, uh, as you were saying, like joy and pleasure, which of course comes with its own challenges, um, having your own business and the responsibility of um, your own finances day in and day out. Um, but, and there have been even certain points within that where I'm like, okay, things need to change as well in order for me to kind of make this more uh, sustainable for me or whatever it is um, where I notice that my energy is not directed in the right direction. Um, but, yeah, I think what you were saying about I actually, like, everything that has lead, led me here, it's my choice is, like, a really big reminder and maybe something that, like, is a remembrance in our body um, mm -hmm. because, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, for the most part um, up until we're maybe 16, 17, our parents are maybe holding our hand but then we become these adults and can make these choices for ourselves about our lives and I don't think it's really put in that perspective mm -hmm. um, especially at those kind of younger age brackets where you're like yeah. well now I need to just like choose what I'm going to do with the rest of my life um, yeah so it's it's nice to have that reframe on things and I like to think about this topic as well in this conversation around like where are my yeses, things I've said yes to in the past, now no's. And also, though, on the other end, where are things I've said no to, now yeses. Like they can change. Our yeses and our no's can change and 
um, evolve as we do. You know, I think um, you've said to me one thing um, in the past, Agatha, about like I reserve the right to change my mind. Yes. And you're like, I always <laughs> remind myself. You're like, I always yeah. remind myself. I am, it's okay to change my mind and I'm allowed to and I'm in my power to do that. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's and kind so of one like thing- when that doubt creeps in, I'm like, oh, mm. wait a minute. That was like my choice like five months ago and now I can make a different choice and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think it comes down to so many things um yeah and so I think sometimes I uh found myself when I was kind of reflecting on this topic um it kind of came to me in this moment where I was in a in a state of pleasure like cooking food at home enjoying a glass of wine playing music and just kind of all these elements and I was just feeling and I was just alone by myself and um feeling like in pleasure yeah and experience Mm. pleasure and feeling just filled up and fed and vibrant and it felt a little bit like oh hey stranger yeah like rearing your not your ugly head but your beautiful head like oh this feels a bit like unfamiliar uncommon like a bit foreign and I was like well pleasure and joy should feel very familiar and like my best friend so I was like oh something's a bit amiss here and it made me reflect on okay, well, I've made all the decisions to shape my life. And if there, I've obviously somewhere along the line decided that there's no room or space for this or not made the time for this. And it's like, where have I started to strip away or um, put things in, in the way that are then sapping that, that joy or that pleasure out of my life. And it's quite interesting Mm. reflection. Mm. Yeah. I think I've had like a very similar realization as of late Um, And I shared this in the last episode of the season where I said I'd kind of written down the small things that remind me of like those those moments of pleasure, of joy, of um, kind of connecting back to myself. And I noticed I wasn't giving myself those things because I was like trying to make money or trying to get to work or Um, trying to finish that thing or whatever it is that kind of always was like more important Mm. and then I just had to kind of sit down and be like wait a minute if you're not number one if you're not the most important thing in your life then the rest is like not going to succeed either Um, so yeah there, there has been like a little realization of that for me lately and I've just been making more and more space for it's not even space it's like I I had this feeling this morning of like you know you have to um honor your decisions as well like if you say this is what I need to kind of feel into my power or to feel into you know my joy and happiness then like I have to get up a little bit earlier to then go to the walk in the park or I have to um, not sit on the couch when I have two hours free and actually go onto my mat. Um, And so those are the choices that I've like reestablished for myself and just been like, oh, I feel so much better anyway Mm. when I do those things. Um, So, yeah, I've had a very similar realisation where I'm like, oh, I felt really good after I did that small thing. Yeah. Why am I not giving myself that? 
<laughs> yeah. And then we, we do this thing where we complain to others about how we feel, but it's like, well, what did you choose for yourself? You know, yeah. <laughs> what did you yeah. decide for you? You were the one that decided it for you. And then we go and complain. And it's just quite a funny, like little back and forth. Yeah, I think. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, and like, for me, what has made that maybe a little bit more achievable um, mm. in what is like, you know, busyness and, you know, commitments and whatnot is having like an array of things that mm. are like, um, you know, sometimes it can be like two hours on my mat and journaling and, you know, the whole lush experience. And sometimes it's just like, you know, popping into a cafe for 20 minutes and sitting mm. with a cup of tea um, yeah. and or just like a six-minute meditation. Like just there's a variety of things for me that hit the spot and they don't all have to be like this like extended yeah. time of luxury, which sometimes they are and like that's really nice too. Um, but, yeah, I just I feel like that has really helped me just having those kind of different lengths of things <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think we need to just prioritize and choose what we do I find as well for me it's a longer length thing but I need to be mindful of like scheduling in nature days where I'm like cool this is going to be a day that me and my partner go out and like get out of the city and like do just be in the bush or be on the coast or mm. be in the mountains or whatever and it takes I have to decide that. And so then when I get invited to something on that day or the night before or the next morning or whatever, I'm like, no, that day I've scheduled it in. I'm like, that is that day. Because otherwise, if you don't have a full day, you don't go and do those things. And so how easy totally. is it for one thing or two things to just like be in your calendar that then um, create an obstacle for you to then never have that. And then I don't ever get that recharge that yeah, we, we, I really need. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and I think we've spoken about this a fair bit about like how our calendars are really like this anchor for us um, mm. in our choices and sometimes just like having those gaps and knowing what those gaps are for um, is really important. So I have had a very similar situation. My husband gets the first Friday off um, every month and I'd forgotten that that was the case last month and I'd scheduled something in and he kind of reminded me a week out. I was like, well, what are we going to do? Because we'd kind of been doing like little day trips or things and I was like, oh, I've got something on. And then I had to like make the choice of like what was more important to me um, and then I cancelled the thing I had on and it was fine, obviously. Um but, yeah, it's just like I made that choice to then have that time with my partner and my dog and, um, yeah, it was really nice to just have a Friday together and then also mm. feel like I had a longer weekend because of it. Um, but it's very easy to override those choices with responsibility sometimes. Yeah, responsibility but also just going on. I think we just go on autopilot, like yeah, not being – there um yeah. and just getting running on this like autopilot or as you said before like just being on the treadmill and just like going forward doo -doo -doo, this is just what I do this is just who I am this is yeah. just how I be this is how I live my life um 
I can survive all these things. I can manage everything. But like noticing then, oh, where am I actually just no longer thriving and just going through the motions because I've deemed them habits, you Mm. know? It's like where is the autopilot kind of overriding actually? We just sometimes I think we need to stop and take space and be like, whew, what is needed? now of the version of me now how can I make this easier for myself how can I infuse more joy and pleasure here at the moment how can I like um yeah change things as well so yeah it's interesting as you were kind of speaking um I obviously mentioned the word responsibility Mm. and then it's like actually is it responsibility or is that then a choice you know, like oh, it is. it's, yeah. and then, then you kind of like in my head, I just like caught myself of like, that's a label that I use yeah. um, around like choice versus responsibility. Mm. And then why do I not put that same quote unquote responsibility on what serves me and my joy? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I just caught myself in the moment there on like a little good cat psychoanalysis. <laughs> um. Yeah, and sometimes I have to be like, okay, where have all the choices, where have choices I've made sapped pleasure or taken away a sense of stability or whatever the thing is? Mm. And um, yeah, I think we do need to have sometimes just have space to analyze this and reflect on this, like taking this, having the space to like not be on the autopilot anymore. Or as I said before, to like find ourselves in that state of pleasure and then that almost uh, sparks the reflection as well. Yeah. yeah. As you were speaking there, I kind of was just thinking about how choices and boundaries are also like really important. Mm. Um, so like, um, for example, I'm just kind of thinking outside the box here, but if I take a job that I know is going to serve me from a financial standpoint, um, but I know isn't like, you know, my joy and my love and, you know, isn't going to serve that purpose, but it's going to serve me financially. And that's still a choice that I can make and be okay with um, Mm. and have those boundaries around, okay, like I know that this isn't the thing that like lights me up every day, but I also need to survive. Um, So there are kind of like, I think like that's maybe something I've recently learned or learned in the last year around how not every choice also has to be filled with this joy and ease and um, I don't know, this kind of ethereal magic, you know, like sometimes oh, no, the choices, yeah. sometimes the choices that we make are, you know, a bit more um, clear cut in that way of like, I'm going to have to do this so that I can pay my bills or I'm going to have to do this so that um, it gets me out of the house or whatever it is that is your purpose around that choice that you take. Um, But, yeah, it's it's interesting sometimes when, and I think this is just like a question to ask ourselves, it's like how do you then know when that choice that you've made with, you know, that purpose of maybe in this instance financial means is then not serving you anymore. Like when does it cross that line? Um, And figuring that out for yourself of like the alignment and how it might have served you for six months or a year or seven years 
Um, but then one day you realize it doesn't anymore. Yeah. And I think uh, whatever, wherever we are in the journey, the thing I like to remind myself around this conversation is like my power, like just to maintain my power and not to be like, I made this decision and to just own it, like own it, own what I've decided and then own where I'm going and where I decide next and just own every moment. Don't like give the power away to imagining that other people are making decisions and choices for you because it's not, Mm. it's not the case. Um, Is yeah. Um, I was just going to say, we wrote some questions down. Do you want to ask them to each other? I think that could be nice. I feel like you might have written more than me, so I might get you to start. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Agatha, what are some choices that you've noticed recently that aren't serving you? And then we'll do are serving you. So what are some choices you've noticed recently that are no longer serving you? Yeah, I think, um, I think there's a few kind of examples, um, especially with like, um, my pregnancy, that's kind of been like a big, um, I guess, anchor in my choices of late. Um, so particularly with work, I've just been having to like, um, take a few steps back on like, what is, that is serving me and so I was doing some support work and had to let go of one of the shifts because I was finding I was just coming home and like being a shell and then needing like three days to recover um and so that was no longer serving me like it was serving me um prior to pregnancy and then like I just realized like the driving was like not um yeah. not working for you not working yeah. and it just didn't make sense in terms of the output that I then had to recover yeah. um so, so that's like so you made a new choice and you're like okay yeah that, go. like, that needs to go and like it was really funny actually the day that I was like oh like you know I can't I can't do this anymore like to the person um the other lady that I support um got approved for extra hours and my shift there ended up being extended um so it meant that I wasn't having to travel um amazing you know two hours and I could just do it in one chunk of time and so that was just a little I think we get these little um signs as well like you did the right thing for yourself Yeah. Um, so that's maybe like one choice. And then um, the other thing that I really had to kind of listen to recently was just um, reshuffling my Wednesday classes as well. Um, and my body just wasn't happy doing like um, full demos of uh, vinyasa class like it just wasn't serving my body at the moment um so I decided to do the um a yin series instead and that ended up being really nice because it worked exactly with the transition of the seasons and so but I really had to trust myself and also trust that no matter what decision I was going to make my students would understand as well um and if they didn't want to show up that was not on me 
And also what I noticed there is like you deciding not to suffer from a previous use decision as well. Yeah. (laughs) You're like previous me made this decision, but I'm not going to like, I'm not in a lock-in contract with it. I'm not going to make myself suffer because I made that decision then, you know? Yeah. I can change that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it was a bit of a like, oh, what do I do here? Do I just cancel it completely or do I like, um, shift gears or whatever and um and even like deciding um I just kind of decided a few weeks ago about what I wanted to do in the last kind of months of the pregnancy um and like what my teaching abilities would be and that kind of thing and I didn't know for a while like I just I couldn't listen to what my decision was what my choice was um and I made that pretty clear to my students um just saying like I'm actually not sure what I'm gonna do um but I know when I do I'll let you know um so and then in a in a moment of like a rest session or like just one of those things that brings me joy and connection um it came to me and it was just like, oh, okay, that's the answer. And all the dates aligned perfectly. And I felt really secure in my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important as well to say that sometimes you don't know the answer to things. Um, and for me, I sometimes just need to ruminate a little bit in order for, yeah, intuition to fall in or um, to kind of, it's that clarity. kind of gut yeah. gut feeling that you get of like that's the that's the right thing. Um, yeah. That kind yeah. of goes into the this question of like how do you know when you're making a choice that it, that is in alignment and what does that feel like mm. for you? I usually get a message of some sort. <laughs> mm. So, um, for example, what I just shared about like what I want to uh, do for the for the last little while of my pregnancy in terms of teaching it's just going to be a six-week um container called uh move rest breathe and it's just going to be like very gentle movement a rest and then some pranayama and that felt like so good and it came to me as I was doing a meditation and those were the words that dropped in um and it was like from there I could just like build on that idea um so that's an instance, but I think the, like, for example, the other one where I was like giving up a job, mm-hmm. um, I just was tired. Yeah. <laughs> and like my, my energy wasn't um, being used in the right way. Yeah. And that for me is always a big sign as well of when it takes me longer to recover from something and it's like a constant weekly thing, it's just not sustainable for me. Um, And that's been like the case even pre-pregnancy, just noticing like my levels of energy. Yeah, so I think that is probably a big sign as well. And then sometimes I get really resentful about things Um, and that's when I know things need to start kind of shifting gears Or I need to get very clear on what the intention of the thing is. Yeah. Like why am I, yeah, like why am I resentful? 
Is it because I'm tired and like my energy is low or I'm not kind of in alignment or is it because I'm being a bit princessy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like I don't want to do the thing and yeah. scared and yeah. comfortable and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so flipping the question over to you, mm. um, I guess like what are a few things that you've noticed weren't in alignment recently um, or that have been in alignment um, and how have you kind of come to those decisions? Hmm. Just taking a moment to think. The biggest thing I can think of is like changing this year is like changing the way I work and just like instead of teaching classes all over the day, all over the week at multiple locations, um, you know, as my main work, that was all I was doing was to like yeah. getting rid of all of that and choosing to just have a job that brought in money where I was in one place for X number of hours and just could, you know, be there. And that felt like a, it was just, that was like a thing where I was like, okay, this is not serving me anymore. And you know what it was that was not serving it about that kind of way of working was it was taking away all my creative energy that I wanted to put into other stuff. And mm. that's what it was. And it was just like this sense of, um, uh, I, and I think what you said it before, it's like, I wasn't enjoying it as much as I should be, not should be, but used to be. Like, I'm like, mm. I don't enjoy this as much as I used to. Um, why am I not enjoying it this as much as I would like to? And it's like, okay, um, something about these class styles at these times and this way of working, you know, da, 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 there's many reasons just was in, you know, not serving me anymore. So I was like, was, yeah, rubbing the yeah. gears. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to be using this energy and my um, creativity and my energy and my resourcefulness in a different way. So boom, that, that was a big shift um, and a big notice of kind of what wasn't serving me. And I, uh, another thing that I notice sometimes is like when I create beliefs in my head that I decide mm. and then they just become the be all and end all. And it's like, and I, what is it things like where I've just chosen to believe something um, and then that doesn't serve me anymore. And this, for me, there was a big um, last year uh, belief around like not having enough energy and mm. like, you, and that came on because of endometriosis, like living with endometriosis and just kind of all the messaging and kind of learning to navigate like ultimately the chronic fatigue that comes with a condition that is, you know, um, an inflammatory condition where your body's kind of working a bit harder all the time, but um, not like kind of just noticing, okay, where was I starting to give my power away to that narrative or that belief I had where I didn't mm -hmm. have enough energy. So I needed to rest more and that I wasn't capable of as much of maybe someone that didn't have endo um, and just kind of noticing in myself, okay, I've done enough healing where that that belief system is actually I've outgrown it and now I'm yeah. stepping into a belief system that feels that wants to be more empowering and so then I was like boom and changed that for myself as well where then I started to test what am I capable of what is my new capacity and like started to test it out and be really um surprised by 
what mm. like energetic capacity I had in my day-to-day life um so that was a really cool one too yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um I think the the point around beliefs as choices as well is really powerful um mm. and probably one that for me at least is harder to disentangle from Mm. Um, but I liked what you said about like testing yourself a little bit um giving yourself like little yeah just tests in a way like oh maybe if I do it differently or maybe if I do it this way or maybe I'll take that on and just see how it feels or try it on for size um it's probably like a kind of good way to notice if that belief is actually truth or if it is just this kind of thing that's outgrown its time you know yeah and what I found was I actually ended up with more energy as I did more I actually ended up with more energy and had more like um vibrant energy for life and vitality vitality so it was quite interesting I was like oh I felt like I was coming back to life in many ways um this year after unpacking that belief and there was some other stuff tied in with that belief as well um around like human design and the projector and kind of some of the messaging around projector as well that was very disempowering until I kind of at the right time came across um a teacher who was really unpacking that one narrative and was like, this is all bullshit. You guys are amazing. And then like, boom, mm. it just made me realize, oh, okay. I didn't even notice that that was like that message. Um, those beliefs were even in there kind of affecting me, you know, when you don't mm. even know that they're there and then you totally kind of, yeah, have to unpack them. And um, I think that is like just a side note on like, how wonderful having a psychologist is to kind of unpack those things because I know you know we can do the work as much as we want but just having that neutral party kind of guiding you um through those thought patterns is just like Mm. so essential and has been for me um yes especially yeah I don't know I just think that that's maybe like the hardest part of well at least for me this idea of like rewiring your belief systems um based like especially if they're the hardwired ones like the ones that have been there for like a really long time um and noticing that you can actually choose to change those um that is kind of empowering but scary and can be difficult as well um, and can take time. So, yeah, just want to give a shout-out to all the psychologists out there. (laughs) Thank you, therapists. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Um, And I think as well, like, when I do find myself kind of facing a decision or a choice that is now bringing up a bit of friction or resistance, it's really easy for us to become powerless to that Um, Mm -hmm. And I just try to, I just want to bring our attention to that sense of like, where do we do that? Where do we just become like a victim or powerless to the way our life currently is laid out before us? And where can we find that courage to be like, 
make the change that's being called or required of us to you know take care of us um because often I think as well like it's often around like taking care of ourselves and taking care of ourselves is fucking hard work like self-care isn't easy self-care requires hard work and commitment and dedication but we know we do it because we know the result is better like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah I kind of want to touch on that point around courage a little bit yeah um I think you know it is so easy to just kind of stay on the the plateau of what life is handing you quote unquote or yes. what you are choosing to be handed yes <laughs> if you will um and I think when we have those moments of like something is not right or my energy is zapped or, you know, whatever the sign is for you that something is out of alignment, it requires that courage and impulse and perseverance on our part to really make that change. It's not like it's a easy choice. Sometimes it might feel like an easier Mm -hmm. choice, but there's always that moment of like contraction of like, am I making the right choice? Am I like ruining my life now? Or, you know, that kind of negative bias of the brain switches on. Um, And I think the only thing you can really do is just listen to what you're being guided towards because you are the one that has to then live out the decision. (laughs) Yeah. And that decision might not or is most likely not serving you right now if you're feeling a certain way about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it does require that. Like, it makes me think of, like, the fool in the tarot where, you, like, you have to have that, like, leap of faith mm. um, and you have to kind of almost blindly believe that it will be better on the other side of your yeah. other choice. Um and I think, like, if you're a believer in the universe and signs and things like that, like kind of what I was saying about that job and how it ended up all aligning, like you get little nudges like that of, yes, that was the right choice or, you know, like you, you just get reassurance along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found that the new studio that I'm teaching at, the Collaborative in Marubra, um, you know, it's there's lots of things about working there that don't make sense. Yeah, it's far mm-hmm. for me. It takes me a long time to get there. Um, I had to negotiate with the pay rate and ended up, you know, at a rate that maybe was lower than I had been working at before. But like, da, 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 da. at the end of the day, I wanted to be a part of that community, you know, mm. and like that was the the biggest desire. And then when I started teaching there. I just, my whole body feels alive and alight and like I see the ocean as soon as I come around that corner and I just like there's this overwhelming sense of knowing in my body that I've made the right decision and that I'm Mm. meant to be there and that I'm in the right place and it's just so I could have decided one way or the other way depending on how I wanted to look at it but it's like sometimes the, the things that make sense for other decisions in other areas don't make don't need to be used in the same way for the same decision in another area it's quite totally interesting. yeah Even, I think yeah. that's kind of what I was getting at 
um, yeah. earlier with like you know what certain choices are for a certain purpose yeah. and it sounds like working there for you is like a, it aligns with like you know your goal for teaching in your way in your style yeah. um joyful nature etc yeah. um yeah and, it's and so, so it's funny because it's like I always want to go to the beach more and now it gets me there once mm. to twice a week every week and I fucking adore it but I wouldn't do it if otherwise, I wasn't yeah. you know <laughs> otherwise and I, it's like so my decision and choice to be there has actually um allowed another thing that I was really wanting that it creates pleasure and joy to be invited into my life because left yeah, to my own that. devices I probably wouldn't make the choice to do what I want but mm. I'd suffer for it you know and it's like so we're lazy sometimes <laughs> yeah oh definitely it's so much easier to stay in that comfort zone than to mm. to push the boundary a little bit um yeah yeah definitely I and I think that's also what I was getting at in mm. terms of like I'm making the choice now to get up earlier. I'm get making the choice now to be on my mat instead of in front of the TV. I'm making the choice to cook dinner instead of get takeaway or, you know, because I know that it's serving a greater purpose for me. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think it has to be like every time about like these big life choices. It can also be like, these minute things that we choose for ourselves in our life. Absolutely. Like overall, the first, they yeah. have this like compounding effect. They do. It's like what you put in your mouth first thing in the morning, the first thing mm. you do when you get home at night, you know, it's like all these little things, how you eat, how you move your body, how you take care of your mind. Like these are all our choices. And so, yeah, where do we be like, oh, my back hurts, my hips, blah, I feel sluggish, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what are you eating? How are you moving? Are you going to the physio? Are you taking care of yourself? No, no, no. You know, it's like these are all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I think that kind of covers it from my end in terms of what I wanted to talk about here. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, I think just. The, the main message is just to remember that, you know, your life is your choice and no matter where you find yourself, you have the choice to to make it feel more like you Yeah, if it doesn't Beautiful. in this moment. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aggie. Thank you, Thank everyone, you, for joining us. Um, Anything and, to share? Yeah, I think... Um, I think when this episode drops, it will be the first week of that move, rest, breathe that I was talking about. Um, so the details for that will be on my website, which is agathacarmen.com. Um, and you can also find info on it on my Instagram, which is agatha.carmen. Um, and that's it for me right now. Um, how about yourself? Um I don't think anything at that point. So you can connect with me at tanyav.com. And if you want to practice in person, I'm teaching, as I said, at the Collaborative in Maroubra. Um, awesome. Talk to you guys in a fortnight. Yay. Speak then. Thank you for listening.